This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week, uh, Robert, unfortunately, uh, I think I think we're getting a divorce. What? I, I, can't, I can't do this podcast anymore. It's just ridiculous you have no idea how to (laughs) you have no idea how to read my pictionary drawings but Um, i but i but i I wrote you a song i'm I'm sorry i didn't mean to become a homewrecker i was just trying to be a guest (laughs) you came up to the bedroom too fast we weren't prepared for that uh steve who did you bring on who is this i oh my god okay so for those of you that have uh listened to the doe show uh we recently had johnny p on but we thought who's better than johnny p from the doe show (laughs) hopefully he's not listening to this but sorry johnny um but we decided to ask alex mac mackley to come on the show and give us the perspective of him on a simpson episode so welcome to the simpsons did a podcast alex mackley Thank you. I try to. I make Johnny acknowledge that I'm better than him in every way before we start every show. That's oh, our version I mean... of a prayer. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay. Yes. So, uh, so Alex, welcome. Um, oh, thanks so, for having me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So the first uh, question we always ask our new guests, like if you come on to another one, we probably won't ask you again. But for our new guests, we always ask. Um, how did you get involved with the Simpsons? Was it from the very beginning? Was it kind of, I, you know season eight and you just jumped in? What what got you hooked on the Simpsons? Where did it all start? The, the three things I remember from like the starting point in my life is my parents, my sisters, my family, the Simpsons, and then <laughs> other cartoons. <laughs> I don't my I think my family's just always watched the Simpsons oh, and cool. like as also, we only we had rabbit ears growing up. We never had yeah. like satellite or cable, so like we had to pick which three to four channels we wanted to come in, and otherwise we'd have to like you know maneuver around the rabbit ears. And we're <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Fox Fox has got the best primetime uh, programming for the most part during the week. We're just going to watch Seinfeld and The Simpsons, so I just watched a lot of it. <laughs> awesome, awesome, yeah, and and. Cool. I don't guess I don't know how old you are, but was it like season one that you started with or uh, no, I'm you start- 31. So okay. like, I probably remember starting to like see, remembering what was on TV around like five or six years old. So like 97. Okay. okay. So probably the season eight, season nine. Yeah. Yeah. So the stuff that we're currently in Talking right about. now, yep. you probably yeah. remember like the back of your hand. Yeah. That's nice. That's the stuff that I've seen on rerun so many times. It's I kind of know it more than I know myself sometimes. Awesome. Oh, that um, sounds like Steve. It, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I these and these episodes by the spirit of the Simpsons, as was the style of the time. <laughs> yes. And and uh, obviously your show, the Doe Show, is a Simpson-ish podcast. You guys kind of yeah. 
you know, take certain plot points from certain episodes and kind of mix that into everyday conversation. Let's let's throw three people that have ADD into the same <laughs> podcast room with a very vague uh, topic that most of us researched about 20 minutes before and all of us try and talk over each other for about 20, 30 minutes. It's beautiful. I love it. It's one of my favorite parts of my week. <laughs> Perfect. That's awesome. And, and congratulations on having, uh, I just listened to your, I think it was your latest episode where you had uh, a co-producer from The Simpsons actually on your podcast yeah, nikki uh zordia the uh co-producer of animation we managed to snaggle her on somehow uh didn't make <laughs> ourselves look like complete idiots so that was pretty sweet hey um, that's positive yeah i mean also, we've though, only had we've only had mike reese on, be- on before okay. so no one crazy big with yeah. the simpsons at all but yeah one of the weird <laughs> things though is also like you know doing an interview with like two to three people interviewing one person that's Ooh. it's kind of weird you almost feel like yeah. you're backing them into a corner like hey what do you think about this, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yep. so. yeah, yeah. We try to we try to you know when we do an interview like this, we like to talk through an episode and have everyone have their own you know feedback and everything. But the interviews that we've done, they're, they weren't complicated. We kind of divided up the questions and yeah. you know made it made it work, made it flow. And Mike Mike Reese was a was a good interview. He was a nice guy. So, it makes you feel like absolutely. you're doing your own little 60 seconds. <laughs> yeah. So Just start really yep. hard hitting questions, political questions. Why, left field. why did like, you make Homer wait, yellow? <laughs> go like, go from like being real to like between two ferns, just out of the blue oh, on okay. the person. <laughs> All right. So this week we are doing season eight, episode six, a Millhouse divided. Cannot I like stand. it. That's a, that's a good classy title for this episode it's a great it's a great it's a great title uh the original air date for this was december 1st 1996 so uh i feel like and and i mentioned this i think on this uh season premiere for the halloween episode i feel like we should have like four more episodes this late in the year sure yeah i mean we're on episode (laughs) six and we're already in December. December. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seems like we should have almost like twelve episodes in the bank right now, but uh yeah. didn't didn't yeah. seem to happen. I, I wonder if either Super Bowl or not yeah, not Super Bowl, uh baseball got in the way. Probably. Like that I do ba- know they've had some like schedule C or like uh schedule block changes too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think this still might be the era of Thursday nights. I don't remember when that ended. This might be the first season back on Sundays. Um, I'd have to look at a 96 calendar to figure it out. Um, (laughs) But uh, I ain't going to do that. So, yeah. So, you know, still a little thought. Our recap, Milhouse's parents are divorcing. And Homer becomes concerned that his own marriage is in trouble. He should yeah. always he should always be concerned that his marriage is in trouble because he's Homer Simpson. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny <laughs> to think about. I've been married married now thirteen years. Nothing's really Congratulations. ever. Thank you. Yeah. No, nothing nothing's really ever come up where it's like, oh, I think a divorce is right around the corner. I mean, I've seen I've had a lot of friends. Oh I mean, yeah, more than I could think of that had divorced households. Like it's yeah. weird. Like yeah, to, to think about, and I'm like, why did you even get married in the first place? And then, then to 
not only that, but of all my friends that are divorced, they ha- are remarried and have a stepkid from one of <laughs> their other marriage. I'm like, I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Where in your life? Th- I mean, I get it. People fall in love and whatnot, but it's, it's just crazy to think yeah. about like and, how many well, friends and family I have that are like that. Well, and it's crazy too, especially with our parents. I know there's been a couple of times in our parents' marriage where our mom wanted to divorce our dad. Like it came up in discussion. Oh, okay, they, they didn't. I mean, they're still yeah. together. They've been married 44 mm-hmm. years, 43. I can never remember if it's 79 or 80, but uh, I mean, they're still married. They're, you know, well, it's like one of those things where, like, coming out of high school, you're seeing people get married, and you're like, mm, not sure if that's a good decision. Coming out of college, you're like, eh. Well, that's in the, the 30s, and it's like, um, maybe it's time. <laughs> well, the thing, too, is our brains aren't fully developed until we're, like, 25, 26. Yeah. So, like, if you're getting married before that age, there's probably a pretty good chance you're going to get divorced because... The, just the brain chemistry changes. It's still changing if you're getting married younger than that. Or in the case of Kirk Van Houten, you get married to somebody from Shelbyville. Uh, <laughs> never, uh, never get married to someone from Shelbyville. <laughs> exactly. They steal your lemon tree. Yep. Um, our chalkboard gag this week, there isn't one because they had to fill so much time. Uh, well, I'll go only... ahead and go ahead. Go ahead, Alex. Uh, apparently, I quickly checked it out uh while there may be no chalkboard gag the season started on treehouse of horror yep. Yep. uh season eight did so i think that seems like it started way further in the year than it usually does <laughs> we've had i believe in the the five episodes we've done so far i believe we've had two chalkboard gags um yeah i of, think of the so five of season eight that we've done so thus far i know yeah, this episode the other... and the last episode did not have one Yep. I know the, the other, first the other, the, go ahead. Yeah, the other thing that might be a reason, I was just, you know, read some production notes and they said that this this episode was way too long. Like there were several scenes that were written, animated for the episode, but ultimately they had to be cut because the script was way too, too long. long. So it's definitely a possibility that that could be a reason why there was no chalkboard in this particular episode. Yeah, just because the episode was seconds. Just, yeah, <laughs> three seconds, man. That that's everything. Yeah. When you don't want to cut that minute and a half. Three seconds can help. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, our couch gag this week: the family rushes in. Bart's image phases in and out like images on a broken TV screen. Homer adjusts him by fiddling with the control knobs on the TV, and then smacking Bart on the back of the head until he quote unquote comes in which i think i mean alex you mentioned you had yeah. bunny ears steve and i grew up with bunny ears exactly that we've all exactly we've all slapped that. the tv yep kids these kids these computers old computers yeah kids these days will never understand kids kids these days will never understand the the joy of slapping your tv and bringing it back into reality <laughs> Well, that's like, I remember like my old computer is like, you know, oh, acting up, slap it a few times. All right, it's fine. Now my new computer, I'm like, I bump it with my knee a little bit too much. And it's like, <laughs> giving me old AOL sounds. I'm like, that's not supposed to happen. No, <laughs> yeah. no. I thought we beat that demon. <laughs> yeah. No, man. Uh, Bart, I like Bart in pink. Bart, pink Bart was pretty good. But uh, yeah, I guess get him back. Get him back to that good old yellow color. Yeah. All right, so we kick this episode off. Marge, Homer, 
and Lisa sit on the couch eating dinner off of TV trays. And I'm assuming they're Flanders' TV trays because Simpsons are yeah. too cheap to actually buy them. Um, and I just Bart sitting on the ground, not even sitting yeah. with a tray. I mean, I we find I feel out like, why we do fe- find out yeah. why he's sitting on the ground. Lisa probably made him because yeah. of because of the why. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I I can't imagine. Marge would allow Homer to, or uh, Bart to just eat on the floor. Our parents oh, would kill us if we were eating on the floor. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I've been known to eat on the floor. I'm, oh, I'm a floor, off the floor eater. Or on the floor. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. Uh, what is it? The Japanese, <laughs> I mean, the Japanese, I believe in the Japanese culture, there's a lot of places that you like sit on. I mean, they have like a small table. You have a small table, but yeah, you're going to have you're on a the little, floor. You're, you're sitting on your feet on the floor, all cross-legged or bow-legged yeah. or... Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've eaten on the floor before. I don't know the last time I've done it, but I'm pretty sure I've done it in my life because maybe I moved somewhere and I just didn't have furniture yet. And I'm like, well, I need to eat. <laughs> There's the floor. Yep. Yeah, and uh, Marge gives a side eye to Homer who licks his plate clean while trying to watch TV. <laughs> and he asks Marge why they can't have clear plates. I can't see the uh, TV. This one, yeah. this whole little dinner scene has just got to be so infuriating for Marge with both oh, the, yeah. like Homer complaining about not having clear plates, the family just slobbing up the living room, <laughs> and then uh, what Bart goes up to do next. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Marge asks if it's necessary to watch TV while they're eating and says they are getting food all over as Marge uh, drops a meatball on the floor. Even she's yeah making a mess like i i know so it was funny i was doing a giant like 40 42 by 38 inch uh oh, your puzzle. puzzle on my kitchen table like it took up the whole kitchen table and so we had a we had to eat it on our island in the kitchen my wife was always like steven we need the kitchen table back <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous and it took about five weeks to put that puzzle together because it was Three thousand pieces. That's so a fucking big ass puzzle. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll send you it. a picture of it. It's fucking okay. amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I eat whenever I eat at home. I always eat on like I sit on my couch, watch TV, and eat. I have I have a kitchen table. I just don't use it. <laughs> I uh, it's scattered prefer, with trash. I prefer doing most things on the couch. Eating, sleeping, yeah. just existing. <laughs> I prefer to be on the couch. See, I, see, I have a five-year-old. I can't. I can't do that yet. I don't want to teach him that eating on the oh, couch yeah, is no, okay. No, 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 you can't. You can't let him potato up yet. Yep. Nope. So we have to. We have to eat on the uh, at the at the table. Um, but yeah, so we see the meatball drop on the floor uh, between the dog, the cat, and Maggie, who all have a Mexican standoff over the meatball. <laughs> oh, that's Fortron like, claws at the ready. Yeah, shit's about to go down over this meatball. It's and it's Although, a meatball. okay. Okay, the dog. Okay, if it was our dog, that meatball would have been gone probably one second into it hitting the ground. My my dog, uh, growing up in like high school, when we would be having like a barbecue, would like sneak up behind someone that was in conversation with someone else, sit pretty, slowly reach up to their hot dog, and like pull the hot dog out of the bun while they didn't realize it. Would like drop (laughs) to the down, like hit the ground like snap it up and turn around in like one fluid movement and people just turn around to go bite their hot dog and it would just be an empty bun sauce and they're like what the hell and the dogs around the corner just like 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, growing up, our first dog, like, you couldn't even leave the kitchen table. Like, if you if you didn't push your plate in, like, into the middle of the table, your food was gone. Didn't even matter if there was other people at the table. The dog was just like, nope, that food is now mine. And we also, our second dog, uh, I'm sure Steve probably remembers this. We were eating dinner one night, and Steve just had his fork out with a piece of meat on it. I think we were eating chicken. And our dog just came up and yoinked the piece right off of his fork. Yep. So, yeah. uh, so dogs, gone. dogs are just going to take it. The cat, I, I think Snowball is probably not going to try to eat the meatball. No. And, well, he likes fish. What, I, <laughs> I mean, I guess some cats might like meat, but our, my cat likes fish. I don't think he'd even go after it. But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. All of them were too slow. Yeah. They were all too yep. slow because Homer yoinks that meatball straight <laughs> off the floor. <laughs> Well, you had to get it before the five-second rule. Normally, (laughs) normally in, like, a contest of dexterity, I'd put my money on Snowball over Homer. But since food is involved, Homer's get some bonus to his quickness. (laughs) Plus five quickness. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But Bart tells Mars that if she wanted them to be neater, she would feed them out of one long bowl. And it's like, that's a trough. What are you talking about? We're not going to eat from a trough. We're just barn on animals, Ma. (laughs) (laughs) And then Marsh tells Bart, it's only only 5.15, and asks, why is he only wearing underwear? And uh, Marsh is like, at least let's have a civilized conversation, shall we? No, no, no. No, no, Bart Bart responds. Oh, oh, sorry. He's like, hey, this ain't the Ritz. (laughs) Well, it's not. It's Springfield, and it's in yes. the Simpson family household. First, Correct. first you let the kids on the couch. Next, they're sitting around trying to eat out of troughs. Yeah, <laughs> yep. well, slope. And, and like going back to the start of this episode with Bart eating on the floor, he was in his underwear. So Lisa was like, "No, you're on the floor. Absolutely not. <laughs> you're not sitting next to me." No. <laughs> yep. And at least let's have a civilized conversation, shall we? Lisa, Lisa, how was school? And Lisa, you know, staring blankly at the TV because the kids. <laughs> That's what they do. My kid does that. You you can't talk to my kid while watching TV. And he's like, like, "That's like our dad too." Yeah. He's <laughs> like, "How is what? What?" Or he's like, "School, school." He's like, "It's not time for school." <laughs> like, I know it's not time. <laughs> I'm going to the dining room to have a conversation. Anyone who wants to join me is welcome. Then Marge goes into the dining room alone and begins talking to herself. She's like, "Hello, Marge. How's the family? I don't want to talk about it." Mind your own business. And I was like, keep it down in there, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I've never, I don't think I've ever met somebody who's done that. Like, if it's like even like a few people having a conversation and they're like, well, I hate this conversation. I'm going to have my own with myself. I think Marge <laughs> needs to see a therapist. That's, that's, well, that's... <laughs> it would be the first time I mean, she went to a therapist when she had the fear of flying. That is true. That is very true. And this seems very Marge from like the Rancho Relaxo episode too, like when she's mm. just had it. Yeah. Again, yeah. she is married to Homer Simpson with <laughs> Bart Simpson as a son as well. I'm sure she's going to therapy. Only reason that family hasn't become like a dead kids in the bathtub scenario. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Now, now one thing I, w- I was debating on bringing it up and I'm not going to okay. bring up the whole story. I want to I want to tell everyone listening to this podcast, I'm, and and it's going to be hard for me to think of season eight all the way to season thirty four without thinking of the episode I just watched. So season thirty four, episode twelve, whatever whatever just aired last Sunday. 
Whatever okay. episode just aired last Sunday. So May 21st. It was, it was okay. I mean, it was an okay episode. I don't want to get into it. But what happened in that episode directly correlates to their marriage and why Marge stayed with Homer. And <laughs> it, it really sucks to have to think about that every <laughs> single time. <laughs> and I'm a, we're only on season eight, but I would I would like everyone to if you can watch that episode. You have to wait for Disney Plus to air it, you know, come next fall or whatever. Whenever they throw that up there, watch the yeah. episode. It's it's decent. It's a decent episode, but it puts a lot, a lot of the last thirty three seasons into perspective with oh, Homer and Marge. Yeah. yeah. So, so we cut to uh, the bedroom where. Uh, you know, Homer and Marge are laying in bed, and I love Homer's reading a Hot Lotto Picks Weekly magazine, because <laughs> he plays the lottery now. Yes. That's where, that's where he's got to get his money from. And Marge is like, Homer, is this the way you pictured Mary life? Homer's like, yep, pretty much. Except we drove around <laughs> in, a van, in a van solving mysteries. So, so he wanted to be Scooby-Doo. He wanted to be Scooby-Doo. Apparently, apparently uh, he... Well, look, okay, so we got... Lisa, she's kind of like a Velma. We got Bart. Yeah. He's uh, he's the ghost, I guess. We got uh, Santa's little helper. He could be uh, Shaggy. Homer, or no, uh, Scooby. Scooby. Homer would be Shaggy. <laughs> and uh, Marge would be Velma. Or not Velma, uh, Daphne. Daphne. Right? Is, yeah. Yeah. And Lisa's Velma. I think, I think, uh, I think they the Bart could pull the it off. They just don't stretch. have a fan. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine a? I don't think they've done that, have they? Even during a Treehouse of Horror, like a, a Scooby Doo parody on The Simpsons. No, I don't think they have. I know that uh, Venture Bros do a really yes. dark Scooby Doo parody, but The Simpsons, I don't think do. Okay, no, Simpsons season thirty-five, Treehouse <laughs> of Horror. Let's go! <laughs> Unbelievable that you've not done Scooby Doo yet. So, uh, so Marge says, uh, she pictured cocktail parties and candlelit dinners and she also pictured napkins and Marge tells Homer, I want to throw a dinner party. Yeah. Do we not remember <laughs> the last time they threw a dinner party? Yep. When, yeah, when we Homer did. caused it... issues in their marriage because he looked down, Maud, what is it? Maud Flanders dress because he was drunk. Yep. He wanted the peanuts at the bottom. Bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the idea for the dinner party came from, uh, Bill Oakley who wanted to have a party similar to the war of the Simpsons. That's, okay. that's kind of yeah. what he wanted to, to do again for yeah. this episode. Okay. So kind of rehashing an old plot. Got it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but using, using Luann, Luann and uh, Kirk. Um, Kirk instead of, I guess, Flanders and Maud, I guess. I don't, I guess I don't know. Well, it would what... have been Homer and Marge. Wouldn't it have been from war of the Simpsons? I guess so, yeah. Um, and so Homer says that he hates having parties because the toilet always gets backed up. <laughs> hey, look, man. If I'm having a party and every time I have a party, my toilet gets backed up, I'm having no more parties. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I could throw parties if those two events were always correlated. Yeah. Yep. And so Marge doesn't care if the sink uh, sink shoots sludge because they're having a party. <laughs> I mean, she's a she. She just wants to branch out. She wants to have friends over. She wants to, you know, do more in life. I guess. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I I feel like I'm pretty content. I don't feel like I need to invite 
people over to my house just because if we're having like well, a Super what? Bowl party or something, maybe. Well, guess what? Yeah, have a five year old. Yeah, yeah, that too. You're, you're well, no, have I mean, uh, Simpsons have three kids, and one of them's a one year old. So there's apparently March celebrations and holidays. Yeah, there's yeah. enough celebration and holidays throughout the year. You don't really need to just be having random dinner parties. <laughs> yep. So the Simpsons go to Stoner's Pod Palace. Now, now Otto went in because he is very he thought he could get high. The title. <laughs> yes, I mean, who who else? I mean, I would probably be like, oh, this sounds like a fantastic place. They must sell bongs and and weed. And I mean, you're you you live in California, Alex. Um, do you have a Stoner's Pot Palace yet? Not a Stoner's Pot Palace. Uh, we no? did do a segment on the Doe Show where we asked Chat GPT to come up with uh, weed-based Simpsons names for us. Some of them were pretty good, <laughs> and some of them sounded more like weed stores than weed strains. But oh. sure, I'm it's actually I'm fun. actually kind of surprised that there's. I mean, I, maybe we need to Google it, but I am actually kind of surprised that there's not a Stoner's Pot Palace yet, or there's got to be. You would think there's got to be at this point. There's enough states that are weed legal. I feel there's like there's got to be. be at least one. But again, most of those places don't have like websites that you're just checking out and finding. <laughs> sure. Yes. But, uh, but Otto's, you know, we see him standing outside and uh, it's obviously Springfield's upscale kitchen store. And <laughs> Otto's like, man, that's flagrant at false advertising. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, whatever, whatever state Springfield is in, uh, apparently they haven't legalized marijuana yet. Yeah. No, Although this was the though this was the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. It was not. It just was not. <laughs> I mean, I'm not it, even what sure was California Colorado was medical was, yet? Yeah, and Colorado was the first state, and that was what two thousand one, two thousand one of the I two. I don't remember for recreational or medical. Recreational. Recreational. It was like twenty eleven or twenty twelve because I went to the first cannabis cup that was held in Colorado the first year that weed was legal to see Cypress Hill and slightly stupid. Really? It was that I could have sworn yeah, when I went to Aspen. Late. Was it? Man, I must be too high because I could have sworn I went when I went in college when we went to Colorado we were smoking weed outside. <laughs> well, maybe we were yeah. just smoking weed outside and it wasn't legal yet. California I mean, Vegas, you can smoke weed outside. Man. <laughs> No, seriously, when I went to Vegas last year, two years ago, I don't remember when the vacation was. All my years have been blending together since the pandemic yeah. started. Um, yeah, people <laughs> were smoking weed outside when I went to Vegas. Yeah. So uh, we see Marge. Marge is uh, looking at melon ballers. It's like, we definitely need one of those. It's not a party without a melon baller. And I've never owned yeah. one of those. I've and never once... we also need a citrus zester. I actually have one of those. We had to buy I one. I do have one of those. <laughs> why yes well okay so the funny thing was <laughs> is we were doing like blue apron and hello fresh and uh, a lot of the things were like oh you could zest you could please zest this lemon and put it in your stuff and i'm like we don't have a lemon zester and they're like we googled it because what can you use besides a lemon zester like a cheese grater and yeah. we're like no 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 no, no. we need a, <laughs> we need a citrus zester this is yeah, ridiculous all chunks Yep. Yeah. And then the uh, she also size. needed a ravioli crimper. I mean, I, I don't think they need that. I don't think they're making much ravioli. Nope. And an oyster mallet. Well, you got you got to use the oyster mallet to you know break open the oysters. That yes. Not gonna eat. Sounds like a <laughs> yeah. conspiracy by Big Oyster to me. 
<laughs> yeah. But but the problem with the oyster mallet was it was made in the USA. Oh, yep. no. American-made mallet, oyster mallet? No, thank you. That's going back down. Yep. Made in the USA. Um, and uh, so now we cut to Lisa looking at something uh, when Bart gets her attention. Uh, uh, to show Lisa a bowl with a nonstick <laughs> coating, and he drops Maggie in it, and she just slides back and forth and he's putting a bowl. That's great. She looks like uh, Maggie was having fun, man. Oh, uh, that's great. I want a I want a large nonstick bowl for what? I don't I don't really know. Popcorn, okay. maybe. What's the most obscure thing everyone has in their kitchen? Uh, I don't really have anything obscure. No. No. I uh, I would say probably the most obscure thing I bought was it looked like a wine bottle. It was at Target. It was in like the three dollar section, and it's like it looks like a wine bottle, but you you can kind of divide it into sections. It has one of those egg like choppers to like square off eggs. Yeah. It has a funnel. It has a cheese grater, and it has a measuring cup all in one little. Jeez. I, I guess the most I, I just thought of this when you said like egg thing I think the most obscure thing I own is like and it's not even I don't think it's that obscure but it's like just like a chopper it's like the circle with like metal blades in it and like you can chop up like fruit or vegetables oh like, you just, like slap chop or like the electric one the bullet no, it's it's actually neither it's basically <laughs> so there's a bottom to it you set the piece of whatever you want to cut and then you go from the top and you press down on it Slap chop. Slap chop. It's not though. a slap chop, though. It's not a slap chop. But it's like no, it. But, but, it's, but like a, like, it's like a slap chop. But yeah, like yeah. a slap chop. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mine, but, I didn't know, I don't really have one, but my at my parents' house, they have a thing called like an Appalachian bone saw. It looks like something out of a horror movie. And it is so like sharp. It. You can just like by hand, just like sawing and go straight through like a frozen ass steak, frozen ass tub of like tube of like ground beef like it's fucking butter but if you look at it wrong you're like and now i lost part of a finger oh god jeez, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so uh marsh keeps looking around and uh she's like "Ooh, a punch bowl like that just screams good taste wouldn't it be perfect for the dinner party and i was like oh we can't afford that who do you think i am liz taylor <laughs> that's that's a weird reference homer Marge uh, quietly is like, well, maybe we could use it once and then return it. And Homer's yes. like, Marge, we're not talking about a toothbrush here. Have you guys ever bought something, used it once, and then return it? Because you, you that's all the, the only time you needed it? I no, but I... Not. No, I, 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 I hated either. all the people that... So I used to work at Best Buy... And you'd get those, uh, we'd call them the wedding people, who uh, would buy a digital camera for the weekend for a wedding, and then on Monday bring it back and return it. Ooh. And that's why that's why we had to keep the, like, everyone always hated the restocking fee. Like, everyone was yeah. like, damn the restocking fee, what's even the point, yada, yada, yada. That's the point of the restocking fee, was to keep people from, from doing that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah. insane. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I worked at Target. I don't really remember a whole lot of the returns because I wasn't in returns. But I've heard some horror stories from a yeah. lot of other places and returns. But I uh, have 
a very different uh well i mainly work in kitchens so like returns or whatever i have to recook the food it's annoying and i glare at people but that's fine but uh my especially my, especially when they ask you to cook it a certain way and you do yeah. and they're like this isn't the way yeah, I this, wanted is, it. this isn't good i'm like especially when like there's been times where someone has ordered something and i've checked with the server i'm like yeah, this isn't this isn't gonna taste good this they're gonna send it back this is what they want they're like no this is exactly what they want i'm like go double check with them and they'll be like yeah no this is exactly how they want it i like double triple check then i'm like okay and then we send it out exactly as it said it comes back 30 seconds later they're like yeah they didn't like it at all i'm like i know it's hideous and disgusting why would they do that uh i don't think i've ever sent food back uh i know there was one time i almost did because my friends and i were in an applebee's and our food sat underneath a heat lamp for like 30 minutes. Now, granted, they were like super busy, like every table was full. But like, man, I was it wasn't great, but I had to eat it. I've gotten, uh, I'll send back burnt chicken tenders. I'll be like, no, this is a fryer food. Please, <laughs> please do this again. Like, <laughs> that's fair. That's my fair. my experience with return uh, merchandise was I, when I was living with my brother in law and sister for like about a year. Uh, he would buy uh, returned handbags from like Macy's in bulk oh. and you just get like a manifest with like the like the which purse you got what its list price is what the store sells it for da 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 and you had no idea what the conditions of any of these purses were gonna go through and so we just go through like pile them out in like terms of condition and then sell them on ebay and it was like you know sometimes you got like a really nice bag that was like obviously like taken out once and returned and other times yeah. you're getting things and you're like what did they why did they fight a badger with this purse why did they have such a bad night <laughs> at least none of us here have ever returned a toothbrush after you no. yes no uh so marge uh has uh so now we're at uh we're, we're getting ready for the uh the party and marge has bart put doilies under the coasters what the hell is a doily it's like a little it's frilly like a coaster. thing yeah, like it's like a coaster. coaster. It's a frilly, <laughs> it's a frilly, it's a frilly lady coaster. Gotcha. Uh, Marge then pulls They're toilet fancy, seat. <laughs> oh, I'm being okay. told. Uh, Marge pulls uh, toilet seat covers out of the dishwasher and has Lisa put them back on the toilets. Now, I like to point something out. There were four, four. toilet seat covers in that dishwasher. So. Where the fuck are these other toilets in the Simpsons house? Well, there's one in the master bathroom. There's one yep. in the hallway. Yep. There's probably one in the basement. No, there's, I don't it, think there's one in the basement. There's nothing in the basement. A makeshift one in the basement. Maybe, okay, maybe okay. they... And I maybe feel like they I just have two extras. I feel maybe like they just have two extras. outhouse in the backyard before. <laughs> like, yeah. as, like, a no, it's the joke. shed. It's yeah, not an outhouse, maybe. it's the shed. <laughs> maybe, maybe it serves two purposes. Yeah. <laughs> I just um, thought that was I just thought that was weird. I'm like four. I can't think of four bathrooms. I mean, no, I don't, clearly, I don't think there's one on the first floor. No, there's clearly, not. Though there should be, but yeah. I don't think there is. And we know there's two upstairs. Yeah. So uh, so Lisa tells Marge to calm down because there's three. There's still three more hours until the party. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean. No, you want to get, you want to like, if I, if I throw a party, I want to make sure I'm ready about an hour before the party starts, just in case yeah. there's any like last minute things I need to do here and there. But so no, I mean, Lisa can just shut up and, and do what she's told. <laughs> uh, 
Marge says that it's great because it'll give her time to put another coat of glaze on the ham. So she opens <laughs> up the oven. This ham is glowing from the other layers of glaze, and she adds on to another. She adds another coat of glaze. Yeah, uh, I've never that, never cooked that, a ham before, but nope, that seems I like have. enough enough glaze. Is that enough glaze? She's about three coats past a good glaze. <laughs> <laughs> so that ham is going to basically taste like sugar. It, yes, okay. sugar ham. <laughs> uh, the so uh, Marge goes into the dining room and we see there are two different lengths uh, of candles on the dining room. So Can't Marge tries to so Marge tries to make them look good, but ultimately uh, bites a chunk out of a, a, the bigger candle to make them even. <laughs> she's like she puts them together, she pulls them apart. She's like, "How do I do this?" Eh, and uh, makes them even. Yep. Or she could have just removed the smaller one and put it somewhere else and had the bigger one on the table. Um, she has the ability to use the knives that are around her to cut the candle. Um, <laughs> Look at this. She's not thinking straight. She's Obviously, no. She is scattered. She is scattered yeah. about fully yeah. discombobulated. So, no combobules. Uh, yeah, they've yep. all been discombobulated. Dissed. Uh, Bart, Lisa, and Maggie stand in the doorway, all nicely dressed, so Marge can inspect them. And I love how, like, she just rubs, like, she does the tongue lick with her thumb and, like, rubs Bart's face. Because it's Bart. Yeah. And And so, uh... They're all just dirty and smudged little goblins running around. Yeah, they're children. Of course they're gonna get dirty. (laughs) Goblins. So, Marge yells for Homer to see if he's ready. And Homer's like, I just gotta put on my shoes and uh, they walk into the living room and he's in his underwear playing with electric cars. Yep. He's almost ready. He's almost there. Uh, Marge tells Homer she asked him to do one thing for the party, and that was to put on clothes, and he couldn't even do that. And then the doorbell rings, and Marge says it's too late for Homer to put on clothes, but Homer, like, runs off to put on clothes. (laughs) It wasn't too late, because we see them eating dinner. So clearly he just ran up to the bedroom, threw on clothes, just make an excuse, be like, oh, yeah, Homer's being Homer, and they'll understand. So, again. I mean, I can get dressed pretty damn quick if I know where all my clothes are. Yeah, just lay them out on the bed. Exactly. Play with your electric cars in the underwear, you don't wrinkle your clothes, and then, oh, the guests are here, cool, I'll run upstairs, it takes me two minutes to throw on a shirt and pants. Yep. Um, Ain't got the palsy yet. What was that? (laughs) I said I, I ain't got the palsy yet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Marge tells Bart to greet the guests and take their coats. So our first guests to arrive are Helen and Reverend Lovejoy, who are not wearing coats, but do have umbrellas. (laughs) Bart's like, Marge, the Reverend isn't wearing a coat. Should I let him in? And uh, Lovejoy was like... like, that's the requirement (laughs) to get into the party, was wearing a coat. (laughs) So you could take it off. Yep. And uh, Lovejoy uh, uh, tells Bart his coat was stolen at the Interfaith Banquet, so he and so he helped himself to a few of the better umbrellas that he brought with. Um, isn't that a sin to steal? It was a trade. He's a pastor? Yeah, it, it was, was a, a trade. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, huh? They were all well, God's a... possessions to begin with, so <laughs> if they went separate ways, who minds? Yeah. So so it was an interfaith banquet, so it was the dirty Jews that took the coats? And we we there's there's a few well, different we'll faiths that could have the been coats. there, but 
<laughs> well, I mean, I don't. What faiths are in Springfield? The uh, the Jews and the Christians. That's and about I guess it. Apu? I feel like there's a Kwanzaa. There's a Kwanzaa reference. Could. <laughs> it's not any way we're painting this. This isn't looking any better. It's gonna no. be, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the next the next guests to show up are the Hibberts, and Doctor Hibbert takes off his coat, and then his wife's coat, and hands them to Bart. And he's like, "Well, as you can see, they don't believe we don't believe fur is murder, but paying for it sure is. I mean, just buy <laughs> foam fur; it's cheaper." And it looks I the don't same. Know. I, don't, I, like, I don't wear fur. Yeah, I don't. I don't wear fur either. I wear leather. So I don't. Well, I guess I do wear some leather, like my belt, unless that's fake leather, which it could be. I Probably less expensive. <laughs> you wear well. I mean, you have to if you live in California, right? Isn't that a requirement? It's part. Of, yeah, it's part of. You have to actually trade. They don't take money at the DMV. It's a collection of different <laughs> beach things. <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds about right. One mermaid scale, one shark's tooth, three pieces I knew of it. driftwood. Mermaids do exist. <laughs> <laughs> so like Bart closes the door. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Bart closes the door, but before it shuts, the Van Houten show up, and Kirk apologizes for being late. And Kirk says they were late because Luann was putting on her face, and she doesn't want anyone to know that she has no eyebrows. See, all he had to do was Luann. All Kirk had to do was say she was putting on her face, and most people would have just suspected makeup. Yeah, yep. And would have laughed, and everyone would have been like, "Ha ha ha!" Onto the mm-hmm. dinner. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Why doesn't she have eyebrows? Did she burn them off, or is that just genetic Shelbyville. disorder? <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a Shelbyvillean genetic disorder. To not oh, okay. have They're born without eyebrows. That is where yeah. most of the suspicions come from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I like how we see, like, so the, obviously the party's getting in full swing, and we see Bart entertaining the kids by making silly faces, yep. and Rod and Todd are there, but. Do we, we never are, saw we the see, Flanders. We never well, saw the were Flanders. There. Were they? What? Yeah, the Flanders were there. We just never see them come in. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of weird that Homer... Well, I guess Marge was doing the invitation. So I'm like, man, it's yeah. really weird that they would invite the Flanders. Yeah. But, eh. Especially after the last dinner party. Right. Why would well... Maude even <laughs> want to come back over to the house after the last dinner party? I, I don't know. Unbelievable. Well, it says Ned. Ned Ned is a man of forgiveness. Okay. Um, So the adults eat dinner, and Marge asks if anyone has seen the new Woody Allen movie. Um, And, uh, you know, Ned says he likes Allen's film, except for uh, the nervous fellow who's always in them. (laughs) Which is Woody Woody Allen! Oh, oh my man. god that's the joke by the way no i get it that's but that's pretty funny joke. though i like yeah. the stories except for that nervous guy uh but luann was luann's like if you want to talk nervous you should have seen kirk deal with the high school boys who egged our bonneville and kirk's like hey, i should have asked them to hurl some bacon then maybe i could have had a decent breakfast for once oh yikes aroni Man, they're just they're just laying Swinging in them at each other. Yeah. Well, so, by the way, this whole the other part of this episode with Kirk and Luann, this was all sort of set up in uh, Sideshow Bob's last gleaming, 
when Milhouse is in the fighter jet talking about how he sees a therapist with his parents. Yeah. So oh. that's also where the inspiration for this episode came as well. Yep. They're like, let's hop off that. Let's expand on that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of, I mean, when we talked about that episode, I kind of brought up, oh, oh we're, we're on that, we're on that train. Yeah. We're, we're on the, the, the divorce train. It's, it's yeah. starting to show its ugly head. Yeah. And so. this is also one of those episodes, too, that then completely changes one of the, you know, family's dynamics. Like, mm-hmm. it turns uh, Mr. Van Houten into the deadbeat dad character. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah. I, I was I was reading that they wanted to uh, subvert the expectations of, oh, you know the you know the episode ends all happily and everybody's happy, happy, joy, joy, because you you see that I mean you used to see that a lot with TV where like you have this conflict and then it's resolved by the end of the episode and the the Simpsons were like no we don't want this conflict resolved we're actually going to stick to it yeah no that's uh I, I like it that's pretty good yeah um. And uh, everyone just looks down at their meals in silence. I mean, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? I don't think I've ever been to a party or anything where, like, someone just, like, dead in the room. No. (laughs) Like, like, okay, what do we do now? Yeah. Where where do we go from here? And then, well, Homer. Homer has has an end. He has a way to go. He's like. He tells the Van Houtens they need a little comic strip called Love Is. It's about two naked eight-year-olds who are married, and everyone just looks at Homer like, okay. Okay, that was that's like an awful that sounds like an awful comic strip. You've never seen Love Is? Yeah, it was in it was in our parents' papers growing up that we Wait, that's a real comic? Yes. What? Really? That's okay. a real thing. Okay, next time I don't know if it's in current comics, but next oh, time Oh the Cupid ones. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about those. Okay. Aren't they're yep. supposed to be eight? I sure. I don't know. I mean they kind of look eight, I guess. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Yep. And so we see the meal over and everyone's enjoying coffee as, you know, Kirk smokes a cigarette. I did not know that he smoked. Yeah. And uh, uh, Hibbert uh, wanted to put it, give, give some thanks to Marge. He's like, Marge, if that was my last meal, I'd tell the warden, bring on the lethal injection. Well, we know Marge is a decent cook. <laughs> I mean, apparently he loves glazed ham. <laughs> he likes so... eating raw sugar. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it and uh kirk agrees with hibbert and kirk says if he he hasn't eaten that well since he was in the army and then luann chimes in by saying or or that noisily well <laughs> you know boy they just but not a tell. it's also not one of those things the army isn't like renowned for having good cooking so yeah oh well, they, those, don't they eat a lot of those MREs too? Yeah, so it's like a slam on both Marge and <laughs> Luann. Uh, so then Marge tries to break the tension by asking, "Who wants to play a game?" Because you know the best way to get uh, people involved when uh, everyone is yelling at each other is getting them involved in a game. 
Let's I think at that point add an aspect of competition to this situation. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. it's not going to ignite any further. <laughs> yeah, at this point with this tension, you go, you know what? Uh, we're going to call it an early night. Yeah. <laughs> but nope, nope. We're going to play Pictionary. That no ought to get that ought to get everyone angry. Uh, I, I've boy. never. I think I've played Pictionary once. I've played it a, maybe a couple. I've played times. it a few times. Yeah. yeah. Did, did it uh, end up in a brawl? No, no, that's Monopoly. Did you draw dignity? That's the real question. <laughs> I, <laughs> did you have to show your cat the picture? I I did show. I, the last time I played, it was just me and my cat playing together. Actually, as I was laying sobbing in my bed, I said, "Here's dignity," and I just used my tears. <laughs> he licked his butt and he walked away from me. <laughs> I've never felt more loved in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so it's Ned's turn first and uh his card says cornstarch. So he uh draws five dots on a sheet and uh Mod, Mod, Mod like, guesses correctly. Cornstarch, duh. What the hell? How is that well, what? Duh, don't you get it? Dots? No. Cornstarch? Come on. Obviously a fine grain powder, and they are a strictly no-flour household. They're way ahead on the gluten train. Uh, yeah, true. Only cornstarch. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And Ned, Ned says cornstarch is good for keeping down the urges. Yep. I mean, they have two kids, so they, they've, they've had the urge at least twice. Yeah, but here's the here's the funny thing. Like, if if you guys, well, Robert, I know you know Jim Gaffigan. I don't know if yeah. you know the comedy stylings of Jim Gaffigan, Alex. Oh yeah, I but, love Jim uh, Gaffigan. Yeah, okay. yeah, he's he's always one of his one of his bits is always about how the number of kids that he has and how his <laughs> wife wants to keep having more. That's more the Christian household, yeah, like, yeah. especially the Catholic. Oh, exactly. Is well known so, for that. Fun fact so the, about Jim Gaffigan's wife: she's from Milwaukee. Well, yeah. is it Milwaukee? She's from Wisconsin. Which is where we grew up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the funny thing is, Jesus. I lo- I, it's, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if that's almost where the the cornstarch line comes in from. Ned is the Catholic thing, like, oh, we don't oh, want to have any more kids. We want to have sex, <laughs> but we got to make sure we don't have any more kids. Well, they don't believe in contraception, so exactly that's the other thing. So they got to tone down them urges. Yeah. They don't want no more kids. Yeah. Um, so now it's Kirk's turn, and he uh, his drawing uh, looks like a peanut of some kind. I don't, yeah. I don't know. And Luann has no idea either. Nobody I, knows. No one can figure yeah. it out. Nobody. That. Knows. There's nothing and, dignified about those lines. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Kirk pressures Luann into answering by saying it's simple, and he could show the cat, and he would know what, what he drew. And uh, Luann's not impressed and says uh, that they're all not as smart as you, Kirk. We did not all go to Gudger College. No, no, it was Gudger, uh, man. Gudger. Gudger. Gudger? 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 Yeah, Gudger. Is that even a real it's, college? I don't Is that Cracker so. University? <laughs> and I don't think that the Simpsons college verse interacts with ours much. No. no. Well, I think, well, no, because we had Yale and... Uh, yeah, and we had the Yale Ivy and Leagues, uh, no, uh, Leagues poke through. Harvard. It's like a it's yep. like a half and half between them making up a college and them using a real one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they use good uh, real sports teams too. Yeah, and half ha- like halfsies on the sports teams as well. Yeah. So, uh, uh, anyways, so the timer goes off and Kirk yells at Luann that he drew dignity, and he's like, 
don't you know dignity when you see it? <laughs> no, because that's how do you even how would one draw dignity? Oh, they they know. <laughs> I know. Um, so Luan tells Kirk that he is uh, spinning. So Kirk's like, okay, genius, why don't you draw dignity? So Luan <laughs> goes up and draws dignity, and everybody's like, oh, that that's dignity. That's dignity, all right. Did she did she draw, um, what did she draw? I don't who, know. Who we has, don't get to see it. She, know, she keeps it who, hidden. Who, but who has dignity? I don't have who, any dignity. Who, I work in television. I don't, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I sold my dignity long ago for <laughs> I sold my crumbs. dignity for donut. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, Kirk says it is no wonder he can't draw dignity because he gave it up when he married Luann. Ooh. Damn! Ooh. Whoa. Whoa, Kirk. Whoa. Ooh. Man. And uh, Lovejoy tries to tell Kirk it is only a game. Kirk's like, shut up, churchy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the funny thing is, is when we learned about uh, the... Uh, shell pavilions marrying their cousins and i know yeah. we've pointed this, this out before that kirk <laughs> and luann both look strikingly Very... similar they but do. kirk is from springfield i guess but i mean they well, still could have moved really... out when they were younger because yeah. cousins <laughs> then i don't know millhouse does seem a little simple not quite yeah. quite like <laughs> ralph but you know oh yeah somewhere in the same boat in the same league <laughs> Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so Marge says maybe they should have some drinks. And Luann's like, oh, I would have a drink, but it might loosen my tongue. And Kirk's like, <laughs> okay, you want to talk? Go ahead, Luann, talk. Why don't you tell one of your little bedtime stories, huh? Like the one about how rotten it is to be married to a loser. Or how about the one about how I carry a change purse? Yeah, I said it. A purse. Okay, he didn't actually, I added that little, I said it part. Uh <laughs> Kirk's like, yeah, I think that would have sounded better if he said, yeah, I said it, a purse, go on, say something. Uh, Homer's like, shut up and let the woman talk. (laughs) And Luann's like, okay, Kirk, I'll tell a story. It's about a man whose father-in-law gave him a sweet job as a manager of a cracker factory. And Homer chimes in, boring. (laughs) And Luann goes, a man whose complete lack of business sense and managerial impotence and Homer's like, ooh, here we go. And Luann <laughs> continues, sent the number one cracker factory in town into a tie for six with table time and allied biscuit. And Marge takes her crackers and pours them back into her allied biscuit box, which actually looks <laughs> similar to Nabisco crackers. Oh, that's great. That's so great. <laughs> it's Kirk's fault that the cracker factory is going down? Well, he's a man. I don't. Well, depends what's, on what he's that says. What does that say about Luann's dad, though? No, no, that was Kirk's dad. Oh, father, no, father-in-law. Right? Yeah. yeah. No. So I mean, but here's the other thing too. It, I guess it depends on like what we do. We do learn what Kirk's job is in one of the epi- earlier episodes because Millhouse goes to work with. Uh, does exactly. The, uh, yep. Yep. The work job thing, and I don't. Yeah. So. I, so we knew that they were he worked at the cracker factory already, and yeah. he was kind of high up. I mean, we kind of learned that. But wouldn't it be up to Luann's dad yeah. to like make the ultimate decisions that for the company? Like, I don't yeah. think it's Kirk's fault that yeah. it's dropped that far. It'd be well, Luann's forget, dad's fault. 
Well, the thing is, though, they're fighting each other, so Luwain's not thinking straight. <laughs> so, uh... So, That's yeah. why Chuck E. Cheese went down the hole. It was the damn rat. It was the rat's fault, it not was... the CEO. <laughs> no, it was actually the pizza. Oh, sure. The <laughs> rat-based child pizza and child casino? Yes. <laughs> Seriously, though, there is some like weird shit with with Chuck E. Cheese, but we won't get into that. That's, I mean, not, that's not for this episode. Uh, Kirk asks the group if he if they would love to hear a secret, and he's like, Luann loves it when I fail, and Luann's like, yeah, I love to borrow money from my sister, and then Luann admits to stealing clothes from the church donation, <laughs> which is probably who stole the coats that Lovejoy referenced earlier. What if, oh my gosh. Maybe, but, yeah. If that's if they stole if she's, yeah, I think she stole the goats. Uh, so Marge yells, and so everybody's like tens, and so Marge is like, "Hey, Lisa, come in here and sing us a song." And so Lisa comes in saying, "You're a grand old flag." <laughs> That'll be grand old flag. And then Kirk's like, "See, Luann, see you did. Now you have the children singing. I hope you're happy." <laughs> <laughs> And so Luann admits she is not happy. She hasn't been happy for a really long time. And she's like, I want a divorce. Everyone is shocked. Well, no shit if she isn't happy. To be fair, though, if two, like, if you have two parents with, you know, a kid or multiple kids, it's better for a children's psych, psych like their, their brain, if the parents split up. Because if they stay together and it's a toxic household and things are going to get said, it's better if the two parents separate and go their own ways. Um, for most of the time, I, I have a friend who's yeah. currently going through a divorce and her, her two kids have not had a good time with it. Well, yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. But for the most part, for the mental health of kids, if the, the parents are fighting, it's better to separate. Yeah. Yeah, because if there's so. parents are fighting and the kids, you know, have to normalize that behavior as mm -hmm. something that's normal and that happens, you know, when they get into relationships down the road, mm -hmm. if it's with a shitty, toxic person, they'll just be like, this is normal behavior. This is fine. Everything's mm -hmm. fine. As you know, like the the dog sitting in the house on fire. <laughs> this is fine. Everything's <laughs> <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> uh, and so I do like I like the little detail where Marge like like stops Lisa from singing. She like takes her by the shoulder and she's like, no, no, we're done with the singing. Yeah, this is kind of like a background thing, so I thought that was kind of a good, good little uh, background thing that happened. Uh, and Kirk is shocked, but then he goes on the offensive. He's like, "Fine, you want a divorce? I'll give you a divorce." He says, "Look, I'll even draw a picture for you that even you can figure out." <laughs> and so Kirk proceeds to draw a very bad-looking door. And he's like, "Here, there's the door. Use it." And Homer's like, "That's a door." <laughs> I mean, the doorknob was kind of in the center. Yeah. I've seen, don't get me wrong, I've seen doors where the doorknob is in the center, but those are, like, really, like, exquisite doors. But, like, no, this, this is a bad drawing. <laughs> yeah, well, again. it's better than his dignity. We'll give him that. Because <laughs> Kirk yeah. does not have any. Yep. And so the kids, you know, are playing uh, with the grown-up jackets now. They're just upstairs playing, and Barb pretends to be Dr. Hibbert. And Milhouse is wearing Mrs. Hibbert's coat. <laughs> and as Dr. Hibbert, Bart says, I'll have to amputate Milhouse's butt. 
Then Luann <laughs> comes up to grab Milhouse, and Milhouse says, if he can come home later, to which Luann replies, there won't be a home later. But it Ooh. seems like she got the she, house. She got the house. Yeah. So he ends up going on those apartment sprees, getting his race car bed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, it's really weird. Like I, yeah. I kind of, I kind of don't know why she'd be like, "Oh, there's not going to be," unless she's like talking the collective home. Like yeah, we're not going to have yeah. the family dynamic home anymore. It's, That's probably what she was alluding to. Yeah. And as Luann and Milhouse leave, Milhouse says, "Ta-ta! I'm off to the beauty salon." <laughs> you know, because because he's still wearing uh, the fur coat. That's Mrs. <laughs> Hibbert's. <laughs> That's pretty good. And Homer and Marge see their guest uh, see their guest house, and as the last person leaves, Kirk, Homer tells Marge he thinks the party went well. <laughs> uh, Homer must have been at a different party. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Homer; he's a moron. Yeah, I'm surprised he, is... he just wasn't wasted. We don't know for a fact if he was or wasn't. <laughs> yeah, Alex has <laughs> a point. Alex has a point. He could have been so drunk that, again, he thought everything went fine and didn't even realize there was a fight. Yeah. 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 Yep. Definitely a possibility. Um, and so Homer and Marge watch as Kirk tries to get in the car, but Luann pulls away before he gets in. I mean, what made him think that he'd actually be getting in that car? <laughs> right? And then, you want uh, a divorce? Kirk... I'll give you a divorce. Here's the door. Hey, will you drive me home? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and then Kirk turns around to see Marge and Homer looking, and he's like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, all right, shut the door. We're getting out of here. Yeah. And then Marge and Homer are getting ready for bed, and Marge's like, "I feel terrible." The Van Houten split up at our party, and Homer's like, "Marge, please. That was 20 minutes ago." <laughs> <laughs> yeah why are we uh, still talking about this party's yeah. over oh i don't like God. talking about things after they've already happened yeah. especially when they're bad <laughs> yeah right and uh marge says uh she shouldn't have served those korean fortune cookies <laughs> she says they were insulting and uh you see it was like you are a coward just <laughs> one of them <laughs> how did you even get north korean fortune cookies uh like bad even north, korea, north korea north koreans don't even get to eat food yeah he's about <laughs> to say that well no no, uh, no they make their own fortune cookies and divvy them uh, up i'm guessing they just got they, they just got shipped wrong you will go Maybe. to work tomorrow or else <laughs> <laughs> look north, north korea is under a dictatorship and their people are starving i think it's fair to say that they don't get to eat <laughs> Unless they eat uh, just cookies, uh, let alone cookies. anything. Yeah, yeah. Own, insulting, yeah. insulting cookies. That's what they get. Yes. Yeah. And so Homer tells Marge she can't keep blaming herself. He tells her to blame herself once and move on. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I fucked up. Well, let's keep going. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's not bring it up anymore. And Marge yeah. is like, the real. you know who the real victim in all this is? Millhouse. Uh, is he, though? Is he... No, no, he's gonna, he's gonna, he, I think he gets ahead. Everything's coming up Millhouse on this one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bart and Millhouse ride on the bus to school and Nelson comes up to Millhouse to tell him that he heard Millhouse's parents were getting divorced. And word uh, travels fast. Yeah, it's, it's Springfield, man. Everyone knows everything. Yeah. And Millhouse asks Nelson if he's going to say ha ha. And Nelson says no, because his dad left his mom 
after Nelson's mom got got hooked on cough drops. And now, this is the episode we learn that Nelson's dad leaves. But I thought he went out for cigarettes and never came back. I mean, the story changes. Apparently, yes. Well, maybe he t- said because because his mom got hooked on cough drops on the, on the drops. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go get cigarettes. I'll be back," and then, and then he left. Yeah, I had and stint on the halls. It was about <laughs> well, four days. What's What's really What's really kind of kind of funny about and I, I don't know if it was as big in the mid '90s, but I know like 2000, 2001, 2002 that era. I, when I worked at Target, cough drops, cough syrup, cough medicine, like oh, all yeah. that stuff got way more highly regulated, at least at Target. You need to show proof of ID. You had, I mean, it got really well, nuts. Was and it cough medicine or was it Sudafed? I think it was like every, well, it was that, it was Listerine. It was pretty, pretty much anything that could get you high, drunk, whatever it was. I've never had to present my ID to buy Listerine. I mean, maybe, um, maybe they stopped it, but I know <laughs> when I worked at Target, like in early 2000, it was a, it was definitely a thing. Uh, side um, note: um, Apparently, because of all of the uh, hand sanitizers in everywhere during COVID, um, peop- my friend who's a nurse said that like detoxing alcohol patients was super hard because they had to have a thing of alcohol oh. hand sanitizers in there, and they would just start drinking the hand sanitizer. Oh my oh, god! Jeez. I'm like I am. I think I think I've taken a swig of Listerine just because I'm like. I was curious about like oh, yeah. I wonder how I wonder how fucked up a shot of Listerine would get me, <laughs> but I'm like never, never that. <laughs> no, that's nope. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was funny. Kids, kids, it was. Was there like a Listerine challenge too somewhere? I mean, sure. there's always challenges oh, for yeah. everything, but yep. I feel like that was one during uh, high schools or middle schools. Yeah. Um, but then we see Nelson sits uh, in between Bart and Millhouse to talk to Millhouse. So apparently that's all it takes to become Nelson's Nelson's friend. Broken home. Broken home, yeah. And Nelson says uh by the end of his mom's uh, by 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 the end his mom's breath was so fresh she wasn't even his mother anymore. <laughs> oh my god. Well, uh, she does I mean she does chain smoke. So maybe yeah. she thought they were breathments and I, mean, I don't know. Uh, they got dude, I mean, they got you high, and they made her breath smell great. They cleaned yeah. out a little bit of that cancer. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, Less so, rot. <laughs> Melhouse, Melhouse uh, says he is not alone, um, and Kearney chimes in to tell Melhouse he will be fine, and Kearney reveals he is divorced and has a kid who is on the school bus with him. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is... Yeah, this is like kind of a start of the running gag because I know in earlier episodes, Steve and I have talked about Kearney's age and, you know, like, there was so an episode wh- where like he knew about something that happened in like the 70s and yeah, it's, Kurt, Kurt, it's, it, it's weird. It's, <laughs> it's getting weird. out of, to me, to me, it's getting out of control. I'm like, okay, so what is he, 40 with a kid and he goes to is the it, same school as elementary school. kid? Yeah, like, it's weird. I mean, and hangs out with the elementary school kids <laughs> after school. Yeah, I know. It's just uh, I don't know. Like, because I, I feel like, well, I feel like Jimbo and Kearney, because like 
I think we've seen Jimbo and Kearney at the elementary. Yeah, we have seen him at the elementary school before because they stole Bart's belt. Yeah, like I feel like Jimbo and Kearney. He's saying something about your cord. Get him. <laughs> are supposed to be like high schoolers, but they're at the elementary. Maybe they're just ditching ele- uh, high school to go to the elementary school and like to pick on kids. Yeah, because I guess we never Ooh. actually see Jimbo in Bart's classroom, do we? We no, see Nelson. No. But do we ever, yeah. we never see Jimbo actually physically in never, a classroom with never, Bart. We never see Jimbo or Dolph. We only see Kearney. Well, no, so we see Nelson Ker- in Bart's class. Yeah, but Nelson's in fourth grade. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's Bart's age. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It's really <laughs> weird. So maybe you are right. Maybe they are ditching <laughs> high school or middle school to... Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. It still doesn't put it put Kearney in any specific <laughs> spot. If he grew up in the seventies, has yeah, a kid, he's, he's trying to keep his age a secret. I'm looking online. I'm seeing some places put him at twenty nine. Some are putting him at nineteen. <laughs> some are putting him at over twenty. Like, yeah, uh, it's crazy. It, it really is one of the uh, mysteries of the Simpsons. Yes, uh, that Curtis, one definitely is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Kearney says his kid got over it, uh, got over it, and then we see Kearney's kid tell everyone he sleeps in a drawer. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Kearney, uh, yeah, well, I mean, he's skipping school. So Marge visits Luann, who is singing as she puts Kirk's clothes into a box, tapes it up, labels it as Kirk's, and then lights the box on fire. I feel like you should do that in the house. You should do yeah, that on the street. Do, yeah, why don't you just do that in the backyard or something? Yeah, do it in a burn pit, not in the house. And so, least, as, but look, look, she could have done the stereo stereotypical throw it out the second story window onto the lawn, but she, she didn't. She was she was that pissed. She wanted to just burn it. Okay, but don't do it in the house. Do it in the grill outside. Exactly. Much better That's receptacle. What it's for. Yeah, Burning it's things in a controlled uh, banner. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can control it. Uh, Marge, uh, oh, I'm sorry. So as that is happening, Marge is like, oh, Luann, I think you're handling this breakup pretty well. Uh, I don't think she is. And so Luann tells Marge to forget everything she knew about Luann Van Houten. Marge (laughs) is like, I I really don't know much about you. And Luann's (laughs) like, well, forget it, because that Luann is gone. So like what? Marge knew like three things? About Luann, and, Bar- and Luann's like, forget about those three things. <laughs> yep. So Homer visits Kirk at his new singles apartment, Casanova, a transitional place for singles. And Homer's <laughs> like, and Kirk's like, uh, singles life is great, Homer. I can do whatever I want. Today, I drink a beer in the bathroom. Homer's like, the one down the hall? Kirk's like, yeah, <laughs> another great thing. You get your own bed. I sleep in a racing car. Do you? Homer's like, I sleep in a big bed with my wife. Kirk's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Now uh, that's that's a huge meme. The race like car David, bed. Yeah. Oh, the race car bed meme is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good one. So somebody knocks at Kirk's door, and it's a group of guys, and they're like, "Hey, possum <laughs> John in the pool. You have any garbage bags?" Kirk's like just throw throw the dead possum over the fence and let the Arby's worry about it (laughs) hey look if I'm a dead animal I'm just going to throw it over my fence and let the park deal with it this is is the first 
knock on Arby's <laughs> in the Simpsons. Uh, There's another one coming up. I can't remember if it's this season or next season, but it's yeah. like the Lord of the Flies episode uh, where the kids uh, crash the school bus and wind up on the desert island or whatever. Oh, that's right. Oh, but yeah. The berries taste like burning. Uh, so Kirk tells Homer that the guy at the door was Jerry, and he's a major player at the sewing store. Right? <laughs> Homer sarcastically thanks Kirk for introducing him to Jerry. <laughs> so, and Kirk says, don't worry about it. Homer knows Kirk. He is a superstar at the uh, Cracker Factory. Yeah. You yes, want to be is. a Cracker superstar? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so Southern, uh, so we go to Southern Cracker, the dry cracker. And Kirk, uh, Kirk goes, you're letting me go? And the exact's like, Kirk, crackers are a family food. Happy families. Maybe single people eat crackers. We don't know. Frankly, we don't want to know. It's a market we could do without. <laughs> so that's it. After 20 years, so long, good luck. I don't recall him saying good luck. Um, so, so, so first of all you never want to cut off any market for any reason secondly you can't fire somebody for their marital status well it is his daughter i mean well no it just says cracker exec it doesn't say father it doesn't say louis's father we, we don't know for certain if uh springfield is in a uh <laughs> right or a will to right to work state or not he might be yeah. able to be terminated for any reason at any time <laughs> But the problem is they made it pretty explicit that uh, he's single, and that's why they're firing him. Yeah. So so something that was cut out, there was a deleted scene here. Like I said, this episode yeah. was written way too long. But yeah. there was a deleted scene involving Kirk's firing from the Cracker Factory had him trying to save his job by apologizing for crying repeatedly at business <laughs> meetings. <laughs> And along, along with Kirk revealing that his severance package consisted of a box of crackers, which Burns attempted to take away from him as he went out to be his, out to his car after being fired. Um, seagulls stealing French fries from containers is such an issue in Australia that a local Australian chain has designed a like highly reflective fry case that uh, makes seagulls uncomfortable so they will not come and steal your fries <laughs> i mean great. i mean i've been to california enough time and those damn seagulls try to steal your french fries because everyone eats outside in california mostly yeah but they're they're pretty aggressive the goals yep they're yeah. bastards so uh bart visits millhouse who is driving a toy uh an electric car around a toy electric car <laughs> smashing into everything and Loanne is like, Millhouse, are you sure you don't want to drive that toy outside? And Millhouse <laughs> is like, yeah, I'm sure. And she's like, okay, be careful. Wow. She uh, doesn't care anymore. It's like, uh, it, it. you always wonder that with, like, parents of divorce. So like, are they going to remember they have a kid? Are they going to care? Like, who's going to be the, res like, who's going to be the responsible one? Yeah. And I almost think at this point, I think. Kirk might even be the more responsible one because he doesn't want Millhouse to have two spaghetti dinners. So, yeah. yeah. So the doorbell rings and a guy is there for Luann. And uh, Luann tells him it has only been three hours because he's like, I've missed you. <laughs> or has it only been three hours since the divorce was finalized? Uh, I don't know. Uh, apparently, <laughs> I will say, apparently, in the state of Wisconsin, you have to wait six months 
before you can get I don't remember if it's dating again or remarried. I'm assuming some, remarried. I don't think anyone can stop you from dating. Yeah. yeah. But like yeah, there's like a six month time frame after you get after you get but that it's weird because like once your divorce is finalized, you have to wait another six months if you want to remarry. I mean, maybe that might be uh like green card type deal. Like maybe that's where oh, it originally maybe. happened, where it's like, oh, I'm gonna divorce my parent my my wife. I'll get a green card marriage with you, and yeah. then we'll get a divorce once you're a citizen, and then I'll remarry my wife. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, that's the only thing I could I mean could think that could possibly make the most sense, but I don't yeah. know. Um, so uh Bart overhears Luan uh call him Chase and asks Millhouse, who is Chase? Oh, Chase we also learn that Chase is known as Pyro and he's from uh the American Gladiators. Yeah. So apparently an American gladiator lives in the town of Springfield. Yeah. It's good to know. I it's pretty cool. And uh he drives the American Gladiator cage ball. That's how he gets around. Yeah. And uh, I like how Funny. he he, uh, he tells Bart, "Go ahead, break a chair on me." <laughs> so he does. So Bart he does. does and then this leads he... to one of the best scenes in all of The Simpsons, <laughs> and one yes. of the best memes too. Yeah, and so Homer is taking a bath, and Bart breaks a chair over his Homer's back. She's Just... like, "Oh, what the hell is wrong with you?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, has you, have any either of you taken a chair to the back? Nope. No, I've not no. taken a chair to the back. No. No. Nope. What, what's wrong with you? It's a pretty standard stunt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Bart. Yeah. And so uh, Marge yells at Homer to get ready. I feel like he I have has... cousins that have taken chairs to the back, though. From yeah. the I stories like... I've heard. Yeah, it's funny, though. Like, you... Obviously, for for those of you uh, listening, I'm sorry if I, I uh, shattered reality, but wrestling obviously is fake. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, a lot of, they, those guys do take a beating, though, man. Oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying they don't. But the chairs, the tables, the even the not, ring, it's all rigged to help. Yeah, but sometimes the rigging doesn't work properly. Yes, no, I. I get that, but it's designed in a way to make sure that they don't get hurt. Yes, I'm pretty sure we are all aware that wrestling is fake. Well, you don't know who listens to our podcast. <laughs> Could be some five-year-old that got through their mom's cell phone and ignored our explicit rating. Hopefully not. And they're there sitting here listening to it. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, Homer, Homer, uh, it's like, well, for what? It's like for the double date with Lu- Luann and Chase. It's got kind of kind of weird that they're going yeah. on a double date. I mean, Marge yeah. blamed. I guess Marge blamed herself for the breakup, so she has yeah. to try to intermingle. Help her I guess. Out. Like, yeah, maybe. Um, and so Homer says, "I don't want to go." And Marge reminds him that she, she, he said he would do it as a favor. That doesn't sound like something I would say. <laughs> nope. It does yeah, nope. not. And Marge's like, fine, I'll go without you. <laughs> I mean, ugh, I hate to be on that double date, though. Yeah. Because, <laughs> not... I mean, brand new couple with Marge, not with Ho. I, I, I would At just least call it's and be not like, w- I'm 
I'd be at like, least, I'm sick. I'm out. Yeah, at least it's not with uh, Kirk and whatever Kirk would find in whatever yeah. ways he would find it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. gotta be the as worst we, experience. Well, as we learn, we find out who uh, Mo's hanging or uh, Kirk's hanging out with. Kirk's drinking at Mo's, and then Homer walks in. And, uh, well, I like all Homer tells Marge that he loves her. And then I'm heading to Moe's because double dates, no good. Moe's is good. And so we see Kurt drinking at Moe's and wants Homer to meet his new special lady, Starla, who has a temp at, uh, K-Zug radio, 530. I, I don't, that's a new radio station in Springfield. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I know KBBL. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know any other radio station. Oh, there's the, the jazz one. I'm sorry. I stand corrected. There is, there's the jazz radio station. Um, so another new one. Third radio station in the town of Springfield. So uh, it's like, can I have the keys to the car, lover? I feel like changing wigs. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently she, uh, she, she must be a uh, lady of the night. Probably. I think, I think that's, that's what they're going for. Sounds like it. it yeah, and, does him on this one. Oh, she does. Because Kirk says uh, Starla's going to help him launch his singing career. But she drives off with this car <laughs> instead. And just <laughs> takes it. I'd say Grand Theft Auto, but it's probably not worth that much. No. 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 But Starla, <laughs> Starla likes the car, but she does not like Kirk's demo tape. And throws it out of the car into the driveway. Mm-hmm. Or as she drives away. So yeah, this uh doesn't want it. And so Homer picks up the tape and reads the title. Can I borrow a feeling? <laughs> and he laughs because that's freaking hilarious. And uh, Kirk tells Homer to laugh if you want. He's like, but I already did. <laughs> I'm done laughing. So one thing I do want to, I do want to plug um, I don't know if uh, you've ever heard of the Simpsons man, Alex, no. uh, but if you haven't follow him on Instagram and Facebook, he's an awesome, huge Simpson collector, but every Valentine's day, he makes a uh, Valentine's day box um, okay. that has like uh choo choo twos you Valentine's day cards. It has um, stickers and it has a bunch of cool things in it. But one of the, best things that he puts in the box is he puts a um demo tape for can i borrow a feeling it has no music or anything on it but it's a demo tape and a cover with kirk on and everything it's really a cool piece of artwork that's pretty fun that sounds pretty neat but they sell out really fast so you have to kind of be on it but uh, he does it literally does it every valentine's day um so uh, Kirk tells Homer the reason this is happening is because he took his marriage for granted, which I would say a lot of husbands tend to do. And uh, Kirk tells Homer that in 12 years, he's never helped out with housework. And Homer says, yeah, you have to do that. Yeah, and then Kirk was like, well, I could at least stay in shape for Luann. Homer's like, <laughs> Homer tells Kirk for himself as well. Yeah. You gotta stay in shape for yourself as well. And then Kirk's like, I should have made Luann feel special. Homer's like, it just can't be about sex. (laughs) (laughs) Look, basically all the stuff that Kirk is saying is why his marriage is falling apart. And Kirk Kirk is is like, I am self-centered. 
And no wonder I didn't see it coming. It's like, that's how it is, though. One day, your wife is making your, you your favorite meal. The next day, you've, you're thawing a hot dog in a gas station sink. Homer's <laughs> oh. like, oh, that's tough, pal. <laughs> but it's never going to happen to me. It's like, well, how do you know? What makes you guys so special? Homer's like, because Marge and I have one thing that can never be broken. A strong marriage built on a solid foundation of routine. Which, uh, yes, that's that's one, I would say, that's one big one where why a lot of marriages stay together. They have a routine, they have everything set up, you know, they have everything kind of lined up, and they just don't want to change That's boring it. as shit. But why, but when, also when, when have the Simpsons ever had, uh, like, a, anything go to plan either, though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so uh, so Homer goes home and tells Marge that he is home, but you know she's not there because she's on the double date with Louie and Chase. Yep. And uh, she left a note on the fridge uh, that reads, "Dear Homer, sorry you didn't want to join me tonight. I left you hot dogs for dinner. They're thawing in the sink. They're hot dogs indeed, thawing in the sink. And Homer sees them and he <laughs> screams." But at least it wasn't a gas station sink. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we see Homer sitting on the floor, dipping those hot dogs directly into the mustard container. (laughs) Because he's like, my life is over. This is what I'm going to do now. So Lisa comes down to grab a soda. She flips on the light and she sees Homer. uh, And she's like, you know, there are buns in the cabinet for those hot dogs, right? Did he and, even cook them, or did he let them thaw and just started chowing down on them? I have a feeling he just started chowing down on them. It's a good way to get salmonella. Yeah, that's um, not good, Homer. Although well, I, a lot of, I think they might be pre-cooked. A lot, I think a lot of hot dogs are pre-cooked and then packaged. Yeah, and then you just have to recook them. Uh, so Lisa is about to leave, but Homer stops her, and he's like, he tells her that he knows she is only eight and doesn't want to put a lot of pressure on her. But can you save my marriage? <laughs> uh, so Lisa thinks about it and asks Homer if she can stay up. And Homer's like, all right. And Homer and Lisa sit at the kitchen table. And Homer explains to Lisa that there has been a lot of talk about divorce recently. And Homer thinks Marge hasn't been happy with Homer lately. Uh, well, oh, I mean. Lately? Look at yeah. the last few episodes, man. <laughs> Nothing Homer's done is doing anything. She, dude. He brought in a vagrant uh, Mr. Burns' son to the house. He let Bart work at a burlesque house. Yeah. I mean... He's neglecting her in this episode. (laughs) He he is not making smart choices. But it's Homer. Of course he doesn't make smart choices. Yep. So Lisa tells Homer that he has done a lot of crazy things over the years. (laughs) And Marge stood by him. Why would she leave him now? And Homer freaks out and tells Lisa... There are things Marge doesn't know about. <laughs> um, and Lisa asks Homer uh, about his poker shack out in the swamp. And he's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Lisa is like, oh, she knows about the shack. What poker shack? Where's this episode? It doesn't exist. We need it's this episode. I want to know. Or shown. 
<laughs> I want this episode. I want the po- the Homer's Poker Shack episode. You can film my life, but you can never film my Poker Shack. Okay, Fox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Homer says he knew this would happen and says their marriage started off on the wrong foot. And we get a flashback. And it's uh, their uh, wedding ceremony from I'm, the episode I Married Marge, where they got married at Shotgun Pete's. Yep. And they do, it's just archive footage of it. And so they're, uh, they go to a bakery late at night and they get, uh, Homer gets a cake that says to a whale of a wife. And it's <laughs> a whale that says to a whale of a wife. And this is obviously new footage and this is not an I Married Marge. Hmm. Nope. But we did. So when we saw Shotgun Pete's, what wasn't there was Plato's Republic Casino in the background right behind Shotgun Pete's. And that appears in Old Money. So they like mashed like two different pieces together and put it in that one shot. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Um. And so Marge, you know, is disappointed about not having her friends there. And a semi-truck driver in the background uh, reads Levi's. <laughs> and uh, hello, he asks Marge, you think there's jeans in that truck? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, I always wonder sometimes what's in trucks. But uh, Whatever that it one, says on them. Uh, maybe. I see a lot of Target trucks driving around Minneapolis, but... I don't think there's any targets in there. Okay, that was a joke. Fine. That was terrible. (laughs) You should be ashamed of yourself. And you should feel bad. Uh, So, you know, Lisa tells Homer that he's very lucky to have Marge. And then leaves. (laughs) And Homer's like, wait. And it's like, that's your advice? Go to bed. (laughs) I think that's where she was heading. Yeah, I know. Let her stay up for that. Um, so Homer wakes up at, uh, 6 a.m. and tells her that, uh, he's been thinking about how much he enjoys her interests. And, uh, I went to the theater that you went through the previous night and bought tickets to the entire season. Uh, we got mostly Mangrel. Madrigal. E- Madrigal, sorry. There's no N in there. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> An evening with Philip Glass and Voices of the Elderly. And I don't know why Homer would ever want to go see any of those. Because he thinks he's, he's got to make up right now. Yeah. yeah. He knows this he's in the hole and he's trying to throw throw that rope up, catch the lip and climb out. But it's not catching. It, nope. nope. And Marge says, I appreciate the gesture, but I really want to get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was out all night. She wants yeah. to sleep, man. So Homer yeah. says, okay, I'll just make some soothing ocean sounds. And he does the... Then all of a sudden he's like, ah, ah, like a seagull, because seagulls live in the ocean. I mean, well, they're not soothing sounds. No, I've done that to my wife before. Uh, we were at, <laughs> this was like, she doesn't get a lot of my Simpsons jokes because she, she watches the Simpsons, but doesn't like, not as much as I do. And we were at a hotel and she forgot her like white noise machine. And I'm like, oh, don't worry. I'll make ocean sounds for you. And and I I did the Simpson Homer Homer oh, she, thing. I hope she slapped you in the face. No, she just told me to shut up. But but she, I was like, dude, it's a Simpson thing. Come on, get with the program. I was making a funny joke 
based on The Simpsons. Yeah, I don't think she found it funny when she was trying to sleep. No, I thought it was funny. I laughed. What about what about you, uh, Alex? You make some uh, soothing soothing ocean sounds for people. Um, I do, and people at the beach ask me to please stop that the beach is currently <laughs> doing it for them, and they oh. like me to stop spitting on their face. And I say I'll clean that up for you, and I'll just kind of push my face against theirs, just smear and spit a little bit, and usually the police come, and I, I'm known by not nice terms by them. Perfect. I will. I will remember that the next time I go to the beach. Um, and so, uh, Marge they call me the heads... bone liquor. <laughs> so, uh, Marge uh, goes to get her haircut at the perm bank. Oh boy! Great name. Yeah. Great name. It's, it's great, but you you put one more letter in there, and it's not a great yeah. name for a, a hair place. No, but I like it. And I like how Homer silently comes in and shushes, like, shoes away the stylus. He's like, and I got this. And he starts cutting her hair and just completely ruins it. Put holes everywhere. And Marge, like, sees Homer and freaks out. Like, what are you doing? I just wanted to surprise you with a kinky summer dew. (laughs) And uh, Homer asks Marge, how many husbands would do that for their wives? And Marge is like, none. Because husbands would have more sense than that. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, they would. Unless they were a hairstylist, then maybe you get away with it. But yeah, I've I've touched a girl's hair without them, like and it, like not like a random girl's hair, but like a female friend's hair before, and they're just like, "Do not touch my hair ever again." <laughs> like, oh my <laughs> god! And it's like this, she's an Eastern European lady, so she had she's like. Do not ever touch my hair ever again. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Please do not kill me. <laughs> well, it's weird. I don't, I mean, okay. I mean, Robert knows this. I was a bit of a ladies man in, in high oh, school yeah. and, and everything, but college. I in college, but a lot of the girls learned that I could braid hair really well. And so I got to braid a lot of hair. So women didn't mind if I touched it. I had, the, nice. I had the opposite since I have long hair. <laughs> women really wanted to braid or straighten my hair. And that was always <laughs> a very good opener. So what I'm hearing is I got screwed on the hair department yeah, because I've always had short hair. Yes. Yes. Something I about it. Yep. It's the, the, it, yeah. Oh, dude, my hair is perfect. I, I got the, can I touch your hair, please? But yes, absolutely. <laughs> I just Come over get here. the. The, you look like Jesus. I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> I hear this three times a day from random strangers. How this many people are you saved from me. going to hell? <laughs> I just try. I, my go-to is I go, well, if that's the case, I died for your sins. So make sure you sin so I didn't die for nothing. And then they usually go, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I hope they have a good night. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Jesus told me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Homer call- Homer calls Marge feisty and says he's going to give her a Madonna cut. Marge tells Homer that she doesn't need him around 24-7 because she's a grown woman and I can take care of myself. And Homer says that he's just making things worse. And, you know, he says, uh, says a few lousy jessers aren't going to make up for 10 years of <laughs> neglect. I mean, I don't think he's neglected March for 10 years, but I mean, he hasn't done a good job of being a good, a good husband. 
No, but there was that, that episode of, what was it? Um, where they uh, get their uh, sex life back. Where they, yeah. oh, wait. Do we haven't done that one yet, have we? I don't think. I, no, I don't think no, so. No, we haven't done that one yet. I'm thinking of an episode of The Simpsons I watched at work the other day. <laughs> Whoops. So Homer says, Mar- uh, so Homer is like, well, Marge deserves someone who will treat her right. And she deserves a fresh start. Uh-oh, what is Homer going to do? Well, he goes to file for a divorce. And he's like, I'm here to file for a divorce. And the clerk's like, yeah, <laughs> these things happen. And he's like, that'll be $8. Uh, yeah, it's really not that simple to get divorced, like, after years of marriage. First of all, you need your partner to sign the mar- uh, the divorce papers. Yes, that's the first <laughs> thing. Yep. Secondly, like... I think it's a lot more than $8 to pay for a divorce. So, uh, and also, Homer had to forge Marge's sign to get divorced. Hello, this, my name is Marge Simpson. I believe you have divorce papers for me. <laughs> so, uh, so we see Marge and the kids coming home. And so, okay, so somebody posted a picture of the Simpsons' house. And the way they have it posted seems weird because in this shot, the door to the garage seems very close to the door going into the kitchen. We know there's something back there. I don't think we really ever see it. It's like a hallway. Maybe that's maybe that's where their third bathroom is in that back <laughs> behind the garage. But maybe. Like, it's it, it, their magical house, man. They have yep. a magical house. Uh, I always thought like it was. It's it's so weird. I I don't get it. So anyways, so they just came back from the dentist, and Bart, uh, we find out Bart only had three cavities, which is his best checkup yet. So Marge is like, I'm going to reward you by making him, I'm going to make you my butterscotch chicken. And the (laughs) Simpsons writers have forgotten Blood Feud, because this is a continuity error, because in Blood Feud, Marge reveals that Bart is allergic to butterscotch, imitation butterscotch, and not necessarily, not like... Anything to do with the butterscotch, but glow-in-the-dark monster makeup. I'm not sure of that for a fact. I can't say if butterscotch is involved or not involved in the glow paint department. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. God damn you, Simpsons writers. You're only eight seasons in. Maybe they made this mistake in in season 22 (laughs) out of giving you a pass, but eight seasons? Come on. So, um... So Homer is in the house and he's in the living room and he's like, Marge, can you come into the living room? We need to talk. So uh, that's bad, right? That's always bad when when you hear that voice from your partner. Yep. And uh, we see the light is off and Marge turns it on and her friends and family are there and they yell surprise. And like her mom is there. Abe is there. The Hibberts, everybody is there. And I, I kind of want to know how Homer got everyone there. What did he tell them to get them in the room? He's remarrying Marge and she <laughs> wanted her friends there. Was Patty and Selma up? there? I think so. Yeah. I, dude, Patty and Selma would not be there. They'd be there to be like, kill Homer because at yeah, this uh, point the divorce papers are signed. Song, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how he got everybody back. He did it. He's probably we like, this is for Marge. DMV to get in the way of the process. <laughs> yeah. So Homer gets down on one knee and proposes to Marge. And she's like, wait, why? 
Am I pregnant? What does she know? <laughs> like, You're the one that knows that, not Homer, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And Marge explains, uh, uh, Homer explains to her that it is a second wedding because the first one was so crummy, he wanted to make it up to Marge. And Homer's like, I really love you. Aww. And Marge says she knows Homer loves her and says they don't need to get married again. But Homer's like, yes, we do. I got his divorce. And he holds up the divorce papers. Again, his divorce papers don't mean anything because he forced a signature. Um, also, I believe in a future... So in a future episode, Homer gets married to the Vegas lady... Yep, with Ned. Yep. With Ned. Yep. But like, there's also another episode where um, Reverend Lovejoy was like, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, here it is. So, and the the events of this episode are referenced again in Wedding for Disaster, which reveals that due to a bureaucratic error, Reverend Lovejoy's clerical license had been invalid at this time, and therefore he was not legally able to remarry Homer and Marge, meaning that Homer and Marge were not legally married, and that Homer's marriage to Amber, the Vegas barmaid, should not have been recognized as bigamy. But the other thing too is, don't you have to go to like a courthouse and sign papers? Like, or are they saying Lovejoy has the authority to sign those papers? He had the, he has the authority, but it was unlapsed because of failure to comply to certain yeah. standards. So okay. he signed them and they made it, they passed it through. But technically during that time, he was not actually married then. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, so Marge, oh, uh, da, 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 da. So Homer, uh, okay, God. So Homer proceeds to go. I didn't want a hokey second wedding like those ones on TV. This <laughs> one is for real. Yep, he did good. Yeah. yeah, and Homer wants their marriage to be perfect right from the start, so they don't end up like Kirk and Luann. <laughs> but technically, they did because Homer got them divorced. I know. Why did he even invite them to the house? Why? Yeah, that, that was weird. I mean, that look, I get you have to end the episode. But, I mean, come on. Yeah. I don't think Marge and Homer, well, Homer's dumb. He would invite them. But I don't <laughs> think they'd ever be invited to the second the second wedding. No. Um. So Marge assures Homer that they will never end up like Kirk and Luann. <laughs> which is funny because, once again, like I mentioned earlier, this episode that I just watched from last Sunday makes a lot more sense on why they're never getting divorced. Um. So Lovejoy starts the ceremony. Um, but Homer stops him so he can enjoy single life one last time. And Homer scratches his butt and burps. Yeah, I'm pretty but... sure he was doing that on a regular basis while they were married. I, I don't think that's ever once stopped him. No. No, I think it's going to happen again. I bet you next yeah. episode, we're going to we're gonna put a pin in it. We're going to see when he burps and scratches his butt next after this okay, episode. Okay, excellent. I'm okay. going to be checking in. Perfect. Okay. So Lovejoy's like, I will now read the special vows which Homer has prepared for this occasion. Do you, Marge, take Homer in riches and in poorness. Poorness is underlined. In impotence and impotence. In quiet solitude or blasting across the Achilles flats. In a jet-powered, oh sorry, alkali flats. In a jet-powered monkey navigated and this goes on like this. (laughs) <laughs> uh. 
Homer should never write his own vows. I'm glad I didn't no. write my own vows. We didn't do that. We didn't do that. No. We just didn't want to didn't want to go down that road. We let the guy the, do the normal thing and and let it yeah. let it ride. Because <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a writer. I I, could I feel do like if I were to write mine, uh, my wife would probably stop me right then. And they'd be like, just stop. Next, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get going. Come on. Yeah. And uh, so Homer gives you a lot of cards. We're only going to read the first two, and the first two I actually wrote for him. So here you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, dear. Yeah, Yeah. Homer says the cards don't matter, and he asks Marge to make him the luckiest guy in the world again. And Marge says yes. And Marge and Homer remarry, and uh, got one of the Doobie Brothers to play at the reception. Good, good on Homer. That'd be so cool. Don't that know, don't know how cool. he pulled that one off, but he was I mean, at the guess, B sharps. He had the B sharps. Don't forget, right? I guess they he, were popular. He, yeah, he might know know a few people. Yeah. Um, so Homer and Marge slow dance and says it was a magical evening and a perfect way for two people to renew their love. Oh, and uh, now <laughs> now the funny thing now the funny thing about this is uh, for the the second half of this episode, Luann was redesigned. To look more oh. youthful and given a new outfit. So when you see oh. her in, in at the wedding, she's like completely looks different, which is kind of kind of cool for. Yep. Um, and so Kirk overhears Marge and she, he's like, she's right. And stops the band to sing a song to Luann. And uh, he wants to sing the Can I Borrow a Feeling song. And he's like, can I borrow a feeling? Could you lend me a jar of love? Hurting hearts need some healing. Take my hand with your glove of love. Wow. Yeah, he like he was he's about as good of a singer as I probably would have been. That's why I didn't sing it. I mean, yeah. I guess it would have sounded just like Kirk if I did sing it. So oh, could have been could have been very yeah. authentic. Um, but uh, yeah, Luann was not going for it. She's like, she's like, you no. No, Kirk's <laughs> like, Kirk's- how about it, Luann? Will you marry me again? Again. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, Ouch. And yeah, Kirk asks the... for his shirts back, but Chase escorts Kirk outside. Kirk says, I'll be back. Probably. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think Kirk's back. I don't think this yeah. is his last episode ever. No. Nope. Um, and then we get a saxophone version of Can I Borrow a Feeling? Playing over the credits. Yeah. So, so yeah. As we, um, yeah. As let's... we always do, we'll uh, we'll rank the episode. Alex, we have uh, a rating system. All right. It's, uh, one through five. Uh, one is dough. Two is eat my shorts. Three is don't have a cow man. Four is mm, sprinkles. And five is everything's coming up millhouse. And as we like to do as our guests, we will let you uh, give your, your rating first. I'm going to go with an mmm sprinkles. Okay. All right. You got to, yeah. you want to give us a short synopsis of, of why, why did, uh, <laughs> did it not get to the five for you or. it? I, I, I put it part way in between the four and the five. Uh, I really like the, the dynamics of the play that they do with both like the seriousness of the divorce and then the strain that goes through Homer and Marge's marriage. And you know, that like their marriage always works out and I enjoy that. It, the, it's almost a little too serious. Okay. 
that's that's yeah. fair. I, I I I really love this episode. Uh, five, everything's coming up, Millhouse. It's I, I like the more serious tone. Um, I think sometimes comedies don't tend to do more serious stuff, and it makes the comedy shine brighter sometimes. And so, like, but like, I love the cracker stuff. Uh, the meme with Bart hitting. Uh, Homer over the back with a chair. <laughs> That's great. I, I think the story flows really well. Um, I think I think Homer once figured out a way to show his love to Marge that he didn't need to ask anybody's help for. Like that was great. He realized, you know what? I fucked up. Let's let's try this again, but like better. Um, so it kind of shows character growth on Homer's part. And it's just a and kind of viral feeling is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of on the Alex side. I'm I'm going to go for mm, sprinkles. Um, it's funny. Um, it's a good episode to watch to sit down. I love uh, love Homer and uh, getting ready for the dinner party in his in his underwear, just <laughs> playing some electric cars, just not paying attention. But that you know, in the beginning of the episode, I mean, from the beginning. Them eating and TV trays, and you know Homer's like, you know, I, I wish I was driving around in a mystery mystery machine solving mysteries because, you know, that's that's about where I where I see our marriage. And obviously, he, I don't think he's being realistic. Like he wants to be just, you know, kind of riding riding the train, basically going along, going with the flow, not seeing any changes. But obviously he learns that that's not, not what's going to happen. He has to change. He has to grow. But I some I mean, I, I can't say like the continuity air thing was, was a big deal with Bart because yeah, it is yeah. what it is. They they made a mistake. We'll let him. But I mean, it's definitely not my five. It's not my, I'm going to go out of my way to watch this episode. You know, it's oh, not on my top, on my top list. Yeah. Can I borrow a feeling it was great, but yeah, it doesn't push it over the edge for me. So. Let's finish it off with our character profile. And this week we have the newly divorced Kirk Van Houten. His occupation, formerly factory manager at the Southern Cracker. His alma mater, Gudger College. His secret shame, his ex-wife was born in Shelbyville. (gasps) Marrying those Shelbyvillians again ridiculous uh his connections jerry the major player down at the sewing store you know just in case he needs any you know sewing work done um his pet peeve draw uh drowned possums in the casanova pool i mean they must be showing up there all the time it's ridiculous surprised i'm not surprised by the amount of possums in that pool it just screams like <laughs> possum pool to me yeah sure all right, so let's close it out. Um, Alex, we'll let you go first. Uh, tell everyone where they can find you and where to find you on social media and how to listen to you and all that um, fun stuff. If you're looking for me on the streets, again, I'm probably getting a little bit too much spit on a stranger's face on the beach. Uh, <laughs> it's just where that's how I feel most comfortable. So that's. <laughs> But uh, online, you can find me at the uh, the Doe Show podcast. Uh, we are on Instagram, Facebook, uh, all those fun little things, Spotify, Apple Music. We got a link tree. Um, that's 
those, those are the two main spots to find me. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Wicked Faces on Beaches. <laughs> Dojo Podcast. Perfect. All right. So you can check us out on Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod, over on Facebook, The Simpsons Did It Podcast. Um, if you guys check our podcast out, we're on all available podcasting platforms, Spotify. Uh, make sure to follow us, subscribe on there. Apple Podcasts, make sure to uh, subscribe, give us a rate and review. Um, if you listen to all your podcasts on YouTube, uh, we're at the Simpsons Data Podcast on there. Subscribe, like, comment, do all the fun things on there. Um, if you guys like to leave us some feedback, uh, take out your cell phone, dial 612-584-0986. Listen to our awesome voicemail message by the wonderful Jaden LeBron. Leave us a voicemail. Let us know what you think about the podcast and anything you'd like to see from us in the future. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. (laughs) Shh.